Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And uh, could you guys put on the the fans or something? Because there's a lot of haze over there right now. A lot of haze? Yeah. Haze? From all the from all the, the smoke. Get it? The smoke? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I this is a 420 joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I'm too blazed to even understand. You couldn't, even, you couldn't even pick up on the joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy Monday, every well, actually, happy Thursday, everybody. So it's not even 4:20 anymore. But anyways, happy 4:20. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm, I'm already on the, on Earth Day, guys. I don't know what you guys are talking about here. It's Earth, so, is Earth Day Thursday. Earth Day's Earth Day is Wednesday. So oh, okay, okay, oh. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, funny so. that the the two green holidays are you know right next to each other. That's that's how they planned it. That's how they planned it. On Monday you burn burn it to the ground, and Wednesday you have to rebuild. <laughs> on Monday you burn the trees. On thir- on Wednesday you you cherish the trees. You plant exactly. Them. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, Arbor you Day. Plant. You plant trees. I don't know. Earth yeah. Day you plant rocks. Well, no, it's this is not very funny, but um, <laughs> you're. This is the time of year in Montana that everybody burns all of the brush, and I live in a valley, so like it has been hazy and smoky here just from like lawn cleanup. And I'm like, that's weird that you're mentioning that on the podcast. <laughs> how, how do you know this? Because not not a thing in Connecticut, but when you live in a, in a valley in Montana, it all just the smoke just gets trapped in here. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's haze day um in montana <laughs> yes it's it's haze month 420 haze all month, month long that, that's true I mean, it is i mean it, it is, is 420 ultimate. all month long that's right ultimate 420 um anyways uh there there you go that is that's your that's your weed joke congratulations us so <laughs> so how you guys been surviving quarantine so far this this past week uh i, I bought a new desk nice i bought new monitors I just okay. basically spend more money sitting at this home. Is, this is uh, Todd, Todd's life via Amazon on the podcast. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, could you imagine being the person on the the the, 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 the shipping and receiving end of Todd? Because Todd's got this weird cycle. Like, he's like, he wants to touch everything, but then doesn't want to keep it all. He wants the store effect without the store. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. I use Amazon as my personal store that somebody brings it to me. <laughs> so wait, so you just like return a lot of stuff? Does it take you like six months to buy a thing because you keep sending it back? And Did you not see one? a return mountain in my living room? Oh, that's what all those those cardboard boxes are behind you. Mm. See, <laughs> okay. I thought Caitlin got mad because you spent so much money on Amazon that she kicked you out, and you had to live in the Amazon boxes. Right? No, I don't. Right. I don't own that many things. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, quarantine doesn't really happen for me. It's not really a thing. It's not really a thing in North Carolina. Well, we, it is. We, it's just not for. It's just not for chairsmiths. <laughs> you must fit the seat to like everybody's like buttocks like that's right yeah yeah everybody comes in and we take a, a mold of their butt <laughs> that's then, my job that's my personal job i'm the butt molder <laughs> then, you, then you create a chair from the butt mold exactly yes so when they sit down be like wow i feel like this was made for my butt it's because it was because of these hands wow so and, it's it's you're like the shoe, the shoe inserts but for chair butts exactly and like you know in harry potter where he goes to ollivanders and he gets his wand and it's like the perfect fit 
I'm the Ollivanders of butt seats. <laughs> I was going to say, he's like Rumpelstiltskin, but with chairs. It's like Rumpelkristen. Yeah, exactly. See, we're, we all get it. We all get it. I, wait, I don't get it. What does that have to do with Rumpelstiltskin? Well, wasn't he like a tailor or like a cobbler? No, he, Chris, he was a candlestick maker. Chris is a, he's a, he's a, like a weave, a, a yarn weaver. Yeah, he had the uh, the thing that spun in a thread uh, maker into gold, right? It's, yeah. It's... So Chris is Chris is like the gold of your butt. Okay, bit of a stretch, but <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Chris is the gold of your butt. That's the stretch. <laughs> yep, yep. That's a good one. But to answer your question originally, yeah, no, quarantine's fine. Drinking down my last few beers, I'm almost on empty. I got a uh, big box of wine. I'm slowly working my way through. I'm just slowly, just drinking. slowly entering all of my drinking uh, types of drinks I have around the house. Now, what and, happens uh, when you run out of drinks? Oh boy. Then, uh, you know, I put on the face mask and uh, bring two shopping carts because that's going to be uh, quite the haul for sure. I don't know. It's it's going to be it's going to be crazy. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I I think I finally drank my way back to my pre-quarantine uh, beer count. Oh, yeah, because you broke your self-resolution of drinking your beer because uh, in protest of COVID-19. Correct. <laughs> in protest of COVID-19, I unquarantined my beer buying right. ability. Got to stimulate right. that local economy somehow. And so... So, so, so you're saying you're actually like... You're like treading water right now, you know? Right. I mean, I, I th- figured it was something to be proud of like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so in other words, it's no different than any other time. <laughs> no, because I am I was down going into the quarantine. Oh, and we'd always he's... be like, for every six beers you buy, you're only drinking five. Well, now now it's like for every six beers I buy, I, I have drank all six. Right. <laughs> but he's drinking the new beer, so it's, you know, the backlog is just <laughs> out of control. Right. Uh. I've, well, I, learned, I, had a, I had an epiphany during this time that my biggest weakness was bottled stouts. So I've made an attempt to drink bottled stouts, like, to, like, start off the night. And now I, I've, I've, I've decreased that, and I've, like, rotated some of those bottled stouts out uh, and put new ones in. Okay. So then when the quarantine's over, you can just go back to... Getting more bottled stouts. Yeah, getting more bottled stouts. Okay, that makes sense. Well, did you bring a bottled stout today? I did not. Oh, well, but I did bring a stout. <laughs> Can you go get one? <laughs> nope. No, nope. well, I actually bring. Brought, I actually brought a new beer, a new stout to the podcast because I've been oh. wanting to drink it, but I didn't want to drink it before coming to the podcast. I mean, I'll be the first to say thank God because. I mean, eighty-four episodes of Bud Light is just too many episodes. Of Bud we Light. told you, we told you, twenty episodes, and you can't keep doing this, and uh, <laughs> you just kept doing it. Didn't stop him. <laughs> so, so this week I'm drinking a Bud Light Stout. Ah, oh, he got us. <laughs> no, uh, this week I am drinking Terra Me Supernova. Okay, which is I an imperial. There. It's an imperial milk stout brewed with coffee beans, lady fingers. Dutch cacao and vanilla. So last week you had an Einstein beer on MC squared, and now you got a supernova beer. So you're kind of sticking with the, the the astronomy astrophysics theme. Yes, just like I planned it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do these back to back. So oh, is it the same brewery? It is not the same brewery. This okay. brewery is the brewery that brewed this is called Skygazer. Cool. Feel like I've heard of them. 
those of you who are familiar with the Connecticut beer scene will know that Sky Gazer is a small little brewery out of Stony or out of Southington, Connecticut. They've been around for probably about a year, and everything that they do is basically like treehouse level. Like they've got like the treehouse level like vibe around them, where like they sell out within a couple minutes of opening. You have to now you have to order ahead, and if you're not online at exactly eight o'clock in the morning, it's gone. Um, they are like the new. At least in the Connecticut area, they are like the new up-and-coming, like, ultimate brewery. They can't keep, like, a, a stock of beer on their shelf. Wow. So is it, like, a small operation out of a guy's garage, or is it, like, a, a bigger a bigger scene with a full-on brewery? It is. It's a bigger scene with a full-on brewery. So you walk in. It's, it's, an, it's, an, it's not an old – it's an industrial complex. It's not an old industrial complex. Um, where you just walk in, and they've got a garage door that's open, and you walk in, and there's a bar, and there's – you know, tanks in there and somebody standing at the counter handing you your beer that you bought. That's, that's pretty much it. Okay. Hmm. I mean, there's no, okay. there's no, it doesn't, there's no tables, there's no chairs, there's no nothing. Now granted, those could be in the back, but there wasn't like room for tables and chairs in the building that I walked into to get this beer. Okay. Well, I can't believe I haven't heard of this brewery before if it's so exclusive. It is. Well, that well, part of the reason I mean, you haven't heard it is because you don't live here and it's so hard that I can't even get the beer. Like I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah, like Tud is Tud is cool enough to get it. We're not even cool enough to know about it, you know? Right. Right. Well, yeah, so I mean, I would that I would exclusive. Have... Tud Tud actually probably will never get this beer again for mentioning it to us. Right. And <laughs> not only mentioning to us, but all of our many listeners. That's a bunch true. Of which yeah. Are in Connecticut. So. Right. Also true. They they probably listen to the podcast. <laughs> actually, they probably I don't know if they do. I don't know if we're good enough for Stargazer yet. So, so I've I've have attempted to get Stargazer beer for months. For whatever reason, I was online and they had this one beer. All the other beers they had were sold out. So I pre-bought this beer, drove on over, picked up my beer. Uh, it was four of these beers. That's all I really drove there for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I thought I would bring it to the the podcast, um, but I didn't want to drink it beforehand because I wanted this to be a first experience. For the listeners yeah, I of the mean, podcast. this is a very exclusive beer. So right. uh, let's let's check it out. Billion SRM, not the, the not a super frothy head that I can see though. There was no head when I poured it. It poured perfectly flat or perfectly perfectly poured. I guess it's not flat. Um, go check the Instagram. That was pretty much a fresh pour that's up on there right now. For flavors, I got a lot of vanilla and a lot of sweetness up front. Um, kind of like a sugary cracker thing i guess it's kind of like a ladyfinger um i should be open and honest i'm not a big fan of tiramisu so hmm. what you, you took the four pack whatever four pack you could get i took whatever four pack i could get mm. tiramisu supernova or tiramisu tiramisu supernova um you were it so yeah so on the front a lot of a lot of sweetness um a little bit of vanilla the cacao probably dries it out a little bit at the end and then it just kind of lingers off into like a cold brew coffee taste it is smooth. This sits at ten percent ABV. Oh, wow. whoops! <laughs> whoops, a daisy. No, so it sits at ten percent ABV. It's a it's a really good beer. I can see the hype here. If we compare Treehouse or Trillium style stout making ability to these guys, I can only imagine what their IPAs taste like because the stout has the stout has the flavors of what what I would expect from a tiramisu. Maybe minus like the whipped cream effect. Yeah, you said Ladyfinger. Was that a description that they came up with, or were you, did you come up with that? That's their description. 
Okay. Um, it says right on the can. That's Imperial a very Milk specific stout. flavor. <laughs> yeah, brewed with coffee beans, ladyfingers, Dutch cacao, and vanilla. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like a little too sweet for a 5.0. It is a little too sweet for a 5.0. Um, now, granted, you know, going into this, it was always not, never going to be extremely high rated for me because obviously it is, you know, a type of dessert that I don't enjoy. But it does have right. that, you know, that characteristic, like, dry cacao taste off the back end. Comes back around uh, just for the sweetness of the, the cold brew coffee at the very, very end. I'm going to say this is a solid beer. I get why people love this brewery. I'm going to give it a 4.0. Um, part of that is, you know, hashtag beer hype. But part of that is because I can I can, I can, can give credit where credit is due to a really, really solid beer. And this is that. I mean, this is this is a fantastic beer. It's not my style, but a great beer. All right. Oh, awesome. Very cool. So what do you think the Untappediverse thinks of this? Knowing these guys, people love them. I'm going to say a 4.37. Very close again. Another close guess. It, yeah, little uh, 4.32. So Wow. That's, within, that's a high average, man. That, that is very high. Only How 117 many, check-ins. I was going to say, I mean, it sounds like these guys are like the speakeasies of breweries. You got to know somebody who knows somebody. <laughs> you you got you to be up early on a Thursday. You can only order them on Thursday and Friday. You got to be up early on Facebook, ready to order, 8 a.m. sharp for when their store opens. Yeah, I'll take whatever beer you have left correct and they i mean they make a point of saying like in their posts like you know the the items in your cart are not in your cart until after you've checked out like like people can snipe them from you if they're quicker than you so oh wow damn it is it is put it this way as long as quarantine goes on and my beer quarantine is not going on it is my goal to get an ipa from these guys well if you do you got to bring it here on the show because i I will do the same interested now I will do the same as I did before, and I will not drink it till the podcast. Uh, wish me luck. Okay. <laughs> luck. Good luck. Good luck. I'm going to hand it over to the guy who has a meat undie sticker on his fridge. Is it me? Oh, yep, yeah, I do. There it is. It's me. Okay. So, this week, I have a very fitting beer because uh, because of the day we're recording. Oh, I thought you were going to say because it fits you like a pair of me undies underwear. <laughs> this that yes also that um so i'm drinking a beer that i got in another mix pack because that's kind of what i've been doing now i've been doing the variety packs oh we're not doing a d9 beer tonight nope not another d9 beer um i do have them in the fridge still but i want to break it up a little bit i have had this brewery on the podcast a long time ago uh sweetwater brewing company in uh, out of florida and this is their 420 strain G13 IPA. Chris. No, they're out of Georgia. They're, they're not out of Florida. They're out of, out of Atlanta. I've, I talked about it on the podcast. I've been to the brewery. Well, I, I, I went to one of their uh, satellite breweries in Florida. That's why I'm confused. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because yeah. <laughs> when we went to visit Dana's aunt in Florida, we went to Sweetwater, but it wasn't the original. But you're right. It is Georgia. I apologize, Sweetwater. It's Anyways. A, it's a really badass brewery, just an FYI, for anybody who's in Atlanta listening, go there when they're right. open. Yeah. I mean, it, the place I went was like a, it was like a more of a restaurant-y kind of thing, but food was good, beer was good, eh, whatever. Anywho, out of Atlanta, uh, it's their 420 strain G13 IPA. So it says, we took an already dank IPA and married its hops with, with strain-specific, uh-oh, I didn't read this before. Terp- terpenes? Terpins? Terpenes? 
Terrapin. Terrapin is? Terpentine. Obert. Terpentine. T-E-R-P-E-N-E. Terpene. It's a pasta type. Okay. It's pasta. Terpene. Terpene's natural type flavor. <laughs> the result is an aromatic super hybrid sticky IPA that's ready to ready to rip. 6% ABV. So, um I I don't know like I'm running out of variety packs to buy. Like that's basically what we're getting to. Hey, this so. is this is the perfect thing. Terpene or terpene or whatever it is. Terpene. Hey, or is what what are cannabis terpenes and what do they do? It is re- somehow related to weed. It's related to the odor, the strong odor of skunkiness. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, it's a pretty cool can, I guess. Oh, it's kind of like um, an x-ray of a fish. You can see its skeleton through the fish. Yeah. That's that's neat. There's like smoke. It's got like gang writing on it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, it's, um, I'm running out of variety packs. Uh, I, I've kind of picked through all the ones that I'm like. This <laughs> one was on the list, but I've picked through a lot of them so far. And uh, but anyways, uh, we'll see how it is. I mean, nice, bright IPA. Um, Looks kind of dank. Yeah, I mean, it's not super duper hazy, um, but it's definitely got a little bit of haze to it. Um, on the nose, I get some more citrus than dankness. Um, I've had a few others in this pack that that were like, oh boy, okay, that smells like like just straight up dank. So <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's see how this thing goes. I like how clear it is. I. I... Yeah, so the one thing I really liked about Sweetwater was uh, their ability to take really hazy and dank IPAs and make them kind of clearish and, and filtered. Um, before we went, before I ever went to Sweetwater and, and tried it, I wasn't really a big fan of the 420 IPA or um, it's 420, right? That's their yeah, of the 420 IPA or any of their other other beers that I had seen. But after after going there and seeing what they're all about and having like their wide variety of beer. I've changed my mind, and uh, they're one of my more favored widespread uh, regional microbreweries to go find. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always enjoyed things I've had from Sweetwater. Um, you know, I think the one I had on before was a blueberry something or other, blueberry patch, or it was some kind of wheat ale. And it was That was pretty good. Um, I'd have to go back into the backlogs. But this one in particular, um, definitely, I mean... St- sticky is a sticky i guess is a is a word because i mean it's definitely a word um but it's definitely a word i, I, I can use because... in a dictionary it exists um <laughs> uh, and uh but it's it, it does the flavor does stick with you for a long time and i think that's i think that's what it means because um but it's it's relatively sweet on the front but then it does roll into um a relatively i get a, i get a decent amount of bitterness in the middle um and then it kind of mellows out with some of that danky. It's not as danky as some of the other beers I've had, but this this is a slight dank, just a slight dank. Um, it's a it's a it's a pretty solid beer. I mean, it's probably not something that I would get like a ton of. I don't think I could drink like many of these in a row um, because the pa- the even even for me this is like almost a little too bitter at times. Um, but it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, I like the mix uh between just like the it's like a very good balance between the the i get like some citrusy fruits and the and the dankness from the the, the terpenes so <laughs> <laughs> um but it, i mean it's a solid beer i mean you know everything i've gotten 
I've had from this pack. Actually, this other one I had earlier today, which I really enjoyed. Uh, but you picked the wrong but, one out of the pack. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you know, I just I, I didn't want to. I already had that one, so I didn't want to like ruin the sanctity of the untapped guesses by <laughs> by picking that one. Um, but no, it's it's a solid beer. I mean, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three seven five. Um, okay, it's really I I. I think it's good. I would I would get it again, but again, I wouldn't drink more than maybe one or two in a row. Um, and uh, you know, it just because of it's it is it is kind of like a weird weird. It's 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 a weirder beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think you know this. These are hard to judge because apparently I can find this near me too. Because so. this is like a specialty one. I'm pretty specialty intrigued to go beer. find it within ten miles. There are places that ha- of me that have it. Oh man, um, that that. Yeah, you should. You should see what you think of it. Um, so I think that I think the untapped diverse is going to be a little bit lower than me, but not by much. I'm going to say it's a three point six seven. So out of eighty five thousand check ins, you were Holy right sh- in saying that people are very similar to you. The rating on untapped is three point seven four. Oh damn! Wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I I am a man of the people on this one. Okay, wow, eighty five thousand check ins. Holy shit! Okay. Eighty five thousand check ins. Damn. So that's a respectable average for eighty five thousand check ins. I mean, it's it good. Is. That means it, to me. That means it's good. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it, it is a good beer. So, um, Sweetwater, congratulations! You've been on this podcast at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> I know you listen to every episode, Sweetwater, Mr. Sweetwater of the Sweetwater Brewing. I company. believe when I was there, I gave them a few of my uh, my stickers that I had on the me. Stickers? Nice. Maybe they do listen. I was also there on work, so I gave them a few of my business cards, too. So who knows what they hung on to and what they don't have. <laughs> uh, you never know. But anyways, Obert, what do you have for us tonight? Thank you, Chris. So this week, I have um, a new... New to me, anyway, brewery on the podcast. This is a beer from Outlaw Brewing. That's terrible audio. <laughs> I was waiting yeah, for the reveal. Yeah, why would... Oh, I see what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why would you do that? I'm just going to take it all out. It yeah. It's worse. <laughs> well, was, he said... He said... He was talking about how, like, you know, it was new and it was, it was yet to be revealed. And I was... Built, trying to build the suspense. Okay. If, if someday when Chris gets the soundboard working, we could put an actual, <laughs> a real drum roll in. But no, until I don't, know. Then, I don't, I don't have, think it'll ever happen. We have T- Tud's homemade drum roll, desk roll. Um, no. So I have a beer from Outlaw Brewing out of Bozeman, Montana. Uh, this beer is called Utter Madness, and it's a chocolate milk stout. Uh, there we go. Is there a cow on it? There, is it spelled? There, yep. And oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are. No, it's a mad cow. Oh, yeah, oh. I know. I thought that too. I'm like, why is this cow like got his tongue hanging out? <laughs> yeah, no. So it's a, it's like an old west downtown, like you know, high noon saloon type of a of a scenery, and uh, the cows standing there wearing cowboy attire, ready to have a duel at high noon or something. I don't know. Anyway, nice. so utter madness, chocolate milk stout. Um, their logo is beer so good it's criminal. So I poured it some 32 minutes ago at this point, but uh, nice. You can see a little bit, just kind still, of, still a little bit of a head on the, the top yeah. here. Um, it's not 
super it's not a super heavy beer you can see it doesn't really cling to the side of the glass it doesn't have that super heavy stout feel to it but uh let's let's see how it tastes here pretty good this is a good chocolate milk stout i don't know if i've had too many chocolate milk stouts before um, um i've had milk stouts that have probably had cocoa in them but nothing that was really advertised as a chocolate milk stout so did they take like the hershey's like chocolate milk off like walmart shelves and like pour it into the beer yep yeah <laughs> i think that's how they make it that's how they make it no um <laughs> yeah it has those traditional uh black malts that have that really nice roasted cocoa flavor um on the back end you get that really s- smooth sweetness of a milk stout with the lactose really giving it a good round mouth feel this weighs in at 5.7 percent alcohol by volume so not the heaviest stout in the world this is um great beer to enjoy with some spicy tacos which is what i had for dinner tonight so it'd be a good mm. one good one to balance out the spiciness you know yeah um overall uh this is a winning beer for me i don't know if i'm just feeling generous tonight or what maybe it's because i haven't had outlaw before and i just like them i like the funny can art but this is getting a 4.0 for me wow okay oh, yeah it's a good beer yeah so over i i've only had a few chocolate milk stats in my day and and I'm sorry if you mentioned it already, but like to me, they're very rarely like like when I think, oh, chocolate milk stout, it's like, oh, man, a glass of chocolate milk, but alcoholic. Right. Right. Yeah. I almost think it should just be like a milk stout, comma, chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It's exactly. not like chocolate milk, comma, stout. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. At least it's not just me. Oh, but right. yeah, no, I, I mean, not that I dislike them. I generally like chocolate milk stouts, but. I was like, yeah, this tastes like misleading. more like a, any old milk stout that you've had. Yeah. Um, the a left hand has their nitro milk stout. Mm, yeah, but that's um, but that's not chocolate milk. It's not. It's not. Well, I was getting there. I was gonna say this is definitely more chocolatey than that, but right. um, it still has that same smoothness of the. I don't know. Even though this isn't nitro beer, it's still very smooth. Maybe it's because it's just been sitting in my glass, kind of just <laughs> waiting for my beer review at this point. It's kind of flattened <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but like I said, so anyway, I know that we've been uh, rambling reviews tonight here. So I'm going to try and try and wrap it up and say, pretty good. I give this one a 4.0. Um, I think I'm a little more generous than the untapped average, which I'm going to put peg at a, a 388. So out of 228 check-ins, which, again, not that much. Yeah, you know, it's a small brewery. They don't have much distribution. But, but I feel like uh, Bozeman has more people than 228. They do. They do have more than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the rating is uh, 3.79. Okay. Yeah. I was so in close. the ballpark with my guess, but not as close as I was last two weeks. Right. No, yeah. no. I was surprised you didn't. I thought you were going for a 3.85. Yeah, no, sticking with the gut, I guess, is what I said I wanted to do. So, Oh, what's that sound, Chris? I think it's a bird. I think it's a plane. Is it m- mail time? Yeah, but it's a very small It's a letter time. from Hedwig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, you didn't see it. It wasn't well, on camera, but it just dropped it into my desk. You know, I think we have two emails. Do I want to talk. I want to talk about the sponsorship email that we got. <laughs> okay. We, Are you going to give free advertising to a company that was trying to get you to advertise for them? No, I was going to use a hypothetical Tud was, name. Tud was Tud was this close to doing it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, we get like 10% off protein for the rest of our lives. Or 20% off protein. I wanted free stuff. Yeah, that's not what the email said. Well, I was going to argue back. You guys told me I couldn't do it. The demographic, I don't understand the fit. It's like, man, they're... Well, okay, so like two bigger guys and then an Obert. But like, I mean, we talk very much about how we don't like running and all that stuff. And there's Hatch, hashtag Tudfit. Hashtag Tudfit, man. They they saw the they saw the hashtag and they saw a billion dollar <laughs> a billion dollar opportunity. They were gonna buy right. Tud.org. They were gonna Tud. Buy tud. Tud. Uh, tud. Which is a porn site, but um, but it's all really fit people. Right. You know? They were they were gonna advertise <laughs> their product over all the videos. Right. Like. It'd be like right in the middle of the sex scene, and like a bottle of like protein would fly out of the left hand corner. Okay, yeah, every so every, for... ev- every penis is replaced with a shaker bottle. That's that's, that's how they... <laughs> so for those of us out of the loop who haven't yeah. who haven't read the email, what are we talking about? So so we got an email from a fitness company that said, "Hey, if you promise to to pitch our product on your podcast." You will get like we'll get twenty five percent off or fifteen percent off for the rest of our life, and something then we get, like that. Then we get like a certain percentage of the listeners, yeah, commission like as well. You could go, you could go to fitness.tud slash dawf podcast or whatever, and like correct get some. But we're like wrong demographic, y'all. Like I don't know what you're. T- <laughs> yeah, like I know a few of our listeners, like they are like active people, but like right, none of them that I know of take any. Not supplements really, not either. really our brand, right? So okay, so but that that's now, a good point, though. So we got to reach out. What what kind of advertisers could we find for our show? Uh, oh, that's good. Breweries, so, uh, so breweries. I think that's I think that's a gimme. But we got to go further. I'm I'd like thinking, some some CBD I, like muscle rub. Okay, that's a also bit more off. Yeah, it's not really on brand. It's four, hey, recording oh, this on four twenty, guys. Oh, okay, so that's a four twenty. It's a four twenty thing. Uh, no, so I'm thinking. Whatever company makes those little like those little shark heads that are like on the end of sticks. Okay. Then, oh yeah, you there can, you go. Then you can use it to like get your snacks off the table or something like that. And it's like a fun little game. I know? think that's a good quarantine product. That's. <laughs> that, I know? also want I want the guys who make like the plastic like four like like sixteen ounce like four pack carriers. I want those yep. guys to be our advertisers. Those guys are everywhere. I mean, I see their product all over the place. I, but I'm noticing a lot of competitors now. So maybe like an up and coming like competitor to that that guy wants to so, like you know, so come on and like me, help. Let me get this straight. So they advertise <laughs> with us. So we on our podcast talk about how great these four pack holders are, <laughs> and then more breweries use them. Is that is correct? That... Yeah, we have, we have a fair yes. number of we have a fair number of breweries who like listen to us. Yeah, um, see, so. If, so if, if we did these... that, like maybe like some of the brewers be like, oh, that's that seems more, uh, you know, environmentally friendly. And as we know, a lot of breweries are extremely environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I actually think that, that one makes more sense than uh, me trying to sell you creatine powder. That for sure. You know what got me the first <laughs> time I saw that four pack holder? Um, it was, I was with Chris and uh, we were at the Willie Brew Brew Festival, whatever, <laughs> whatever year that was. And they oh, were man. saying that. Um, you know, it keeps the cans a lot cleaner. You don't have like rats running all over like the, the tops of the cans. And I'm like, oh. do you get a lot of rats in your brewery? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> have have you been to the have you been to the brewery or one of the breweries in Middletown? I have. I I would believe there's rats there. I, sure. I yeah. I almost hundred no, percent. In fact, hundred percent believe it because the guy came out one day while we were standing there waiting for beer, and I said, "Well, this is like we're just waiting for it to open." <laughs> 
And he goes, yeah, I'm out here to clean up some of the bags of malt that the, the mice and rats got into over the night. I'm like, oh, okay. It's alcohol. It kills everything. That's why I yeah, still go exactly. there, but. <laughs> yeah. No, obviously. It's a great brewery. Um, okay, so now, if you if you make those four-pack holders, <laughs> reach out to us. Cause, uh, or little sharks on a stick. Or sharks on a stick. <laughs> Let us know. Or we'll, if you're Netflix and you want to advertise – you know, people we'll should come get to an agreement. Uh, Amazon, we tried that once, didn't really work out. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm an undercover agent now. So. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. That's that's a good question. What are the kind of advertisers? Well, I mean, we? we've said it before on the podcast. We'll say it again. We could be bribed so easily. <laughs> yeah, we could be bought. Like this yeah. is why I wanted to negotiate back to our current our, our current you know picture. I wanted to be like, hey, you know, we're willing to shill anything that you want, but I want some free stuff. I was yeah, going to get some free creatine, and I was going to come such... to the podcast all, you know, jacked and yoked, and I was going to be like, hey, hey, boys. See, I have I have ethics. I wouldn't, I wouldn't plug a product unless I genuinely liked it. Fortunately, I genuinely like most beer that I drink. So. <laughs> well, this is why I was waiting. I also really like four-pack holders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for this person <laughs> to give me some free beer. Yeah. See? So... I mean, we're the official we're the official podcast of Labyrinth Brewing, but also, um, you know, we could be the official podcast of something else. We could be the official podcast of multiple breweries. That's true. There are three hosts, and I have almost two kids, so that means if, at least five breweries. If right, Budweiser I, can claim like America, it'd be the official <laughs> beer of that. Then I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're we allowed to have the you official know, beer of everything. I can, I can have at least twenty five breweries for the official beer of Tud. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So all right, but I, I thought anyway. we had another letter. Another yeah, letter no, here. we do have we do have another letter. Um, a, a less oh, lucrative letter. Would but, we say um, it's would we say it's a love letter? Maybe, maybe. Oh no, I think I would. I think I described it as a love letter to me. Okay, yeah, a love letter to Tud. I don't really it. Honestly, he doesn't even say your name in here at all. Um, but anyways, so I don't know how you got it to. But anyways, uh, this is from good good friend of the pod, Sal. Oh, Sal. He wrote in. Yeah. yeah. You know what? He's I think I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it down right now. I think Sal is is going to be our Mr. Oscar 2020 or 2021. I'm not sure how we count it. For uh, <laughs> most valuable letter writer. Because yeah, he, he brings some good discussions to the pod. He, he I'll, does, and he, he he does the same in this one. So I'm going to call him the um, the first official uh, Tuddite, which is a Tud fan. Hmm, I don't like it. Let's, How about he's a he's a beer child? No, no, no. He's a Tuddite. He's a follower of the Tud. It sounds like a really bad like a bad cult. You know, no, I was going to say I I immediately thought of like remember the meteorite in Joe Dirt that was actually a big big poop. <laughs> yes. That's a tenonite to me. For some reason, that's the first thing I thought of. Well, Sal, congratulations. <laughs> you know what? We're going to bring the Tudonites to war against the the Christophers and... No, it's, the beer, it's the beer children. And the O'Burtons. The O'Burtons. Uh, anyway. I, this is sounding more and more like a cult to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's So anyways, Sal says, hello. Beer delivery in this time is certainly one of the small... Sm, small... Small, small, small. That the word is small. S M A W L. Small. Let, let me let me let me pick up for you. Small. The small solaces so we right have now? right now. I saw that OEC was delivering and immediately placed <laughs> an order, and it was a and it was as good as it sounds. 
both the delivery and OEC. Already did a curbside pickup from Half Full and Two Road slash Area Two, and I just placed an order for delivery from twelve for for yeah from twelve percent beer project. Doing everything I can to personally prevent this. Then he links to an article um, from brewbound.com slash news slash brewery association hyphen survey hyphen 46. We'll put the link in the yeah. podcast. Yeah, or we'll put the link in, the in there. Uh, hopefully these breweries continue to be creative and work with legislatures to do things to help them get the job done and stay open. Thank you. Wait, First, wait, wait. Did, okay, Sal. hang on, hang on. Hey, hang, you didn't no, say no, what the link no. is. No, hang on. Now, allow me allow me to first defend Sal, and then we'll talk about the link. I will say... You just read half the link and didn't say what it is about. Yeah, well, we're going to get no there. Gonna... Of... And also, no one was offending Sal. No, we're like, going to get there. We're going to get there. to defend him? All right, listen. It's not defending. I'm going to say why he is the first Tutadite and why this is about me. Because I talked about having beer delivered within the, the local state and that our state is awesome with, with pickups and all that stuff at the time. So, therefore, I'm saying that he is on hashtag Team Tud, Ultimate Tuddite, P1 since day one. Let's let's talk about his link. See, he's uh, not Brew- a Tuddite. He just lives in Connecticut. No. <laughs> yeah. that's Tuddite. You could get beer delivered and pick up from all these places. I can't wait for him to write in on Thursday and say that he's Tuddite. Yeah, I think he's I hashtag Team Obert. So, anyways, going back to his link, which you're wrong about, Obert. He's not Team Obert. Brewers Association survey, 46% of craft breweries say they may be forced to close within three months. That would be very sad to me. Have you guys – so I know we talked about one uh, brewery that closed its doors for good on Mm. the podcast already. There's a few by me that have been closed temporarily, but nothing – no permanent closures yet near me. Yeah, we've had one in Connecticut, uh, Hanging Hills in the south end of Hartford. Closed its doors uh, a couple weeks ago, basically within like the first week of being able to deliver beer and or do takeout, they closed. Yeah, so so thank you, Sal, for uh, supporting all of your local breweries. We're all contrib- continuing to try and do the same here, right, guys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yeah, I actually, um, I was I'm messaging Fourth Creek the other day because there's actually, I don't know if you've run it, if you've seen this in your states, but. Uh, they weren't they for a week there. I think they weren't able to get crowlers because so many breweries are doing takeaway only. Yep. So you know that that was kind of I didn't I. It's one of those things I never thought of. I'm like you know yeah, I, the can's got to come from somewhere, huh? Right. And and so that being said, if you're doing takeaway for whatever reason, you have growlers available. You know, try and do them a solid and use a growler. Wait, you'll, they'll allow you to use growlers down there. I can use growlers. Hell yeah. Ooh, they're up here. They're making us buy new growlers. I mean, they're selling them at a, like basically at cost at a brewery to get a new growler. But they're saying, hey, you have to use a new growler before we'll sell it to you because they don't want to infect, obviously, the whole line. Um, And they'll buy them back at the end of the quarantine. Oh, interesting. That is yeah. interesting. Bias near me is only doing what they call their backcountry growlers, which is the um, like the wine bags growlers. So the, the plastic baggies and... That's pretty. Yeah, you've talked about those before. Uh, discount as well. I think he brought one to the podcast at, at one point. I know. I think you've talked about him. I don't know if you brought one. I've talked to him. I haven't bought one yet. But uh, yeah. Um. But yeah. So that was that was that was an interesting thing. Um. Well. Okay. So then I'll I'll amend it. If they're allowing you to use growlers and you're not gross nasty with the COVID, then you should uh you should uh you should try and do that to give them a little bit of a break. 
I'm going to do it from now on. I didn't do it the first time. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I do mean, it from now on. I, I definitely think you should. I mean, even in Connecticut, I mean, they're selling them. They're they're probably charging two dollars a growler at this point. Go get them and then return them later. I mean, it's 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 really not that difficult. But, That's cool. Is that a, like a, a lot of them? Are a lot of breweries doing that, or is it just like one in particular? No, a lot of breweries are flat out saying that you are not allowed to to you know come on their premise with your own growler because they don't want to take the chance. I mean, if they open the growler and you happen to have breathed in there and coughed, and now you've infected the entire building potentially. So th- it's it's been a new thing. It is an interesting thing. I didn't realize that Chris's places down there were just like, oh yeah, bring your growlers. Everybody has different policies. It's like. It's, it's so weird. Brewery by brewery here, like there's places that have like you know like drop off areas and then we'll mass sanitize them and um you know you kind of do a growler exchange. I've seen. Um, it, it's weird how since you guys have left, craft beer has basically become one of Connecticut's probably like top touristy attractions. It's like it's when a big they, industry, yeah. When they made all these rules, like the craft beer industry was like written into like the the rules, stating like certain things were allowed to occur with them it's it's weird how much it's become like a a destination for the the state Hmm. yeah so we're getting there okay so thanks for that letter sal and um with that we'll put away our mail envelope and uh crack open that that frosty mug of wisdom we'll fill it up with our three handles of of advice things that are keeping us entertained during quarantine Things that maybe we're buying to keep ourselves sane during quarantine. Uh, My desk but, is going to be the best desk ever. Yeah. Just, you know, what, what do we got? What do we got for, we all know how three handles on our Frosty Mug of Wisdom work. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first this week. All right. Yeah. Fill it up, Chris. So I have a Netflix show for everybody today. Uh, we stumbled across it, uh, as we always do perusing the netflix i think i spend more time looking for a show to watch than watching a show i I hear that we all do i think i think that's how the joke goes um but we came across one that i feel like has to be mentioned on the podcast and that is bruise brothers and yes it is about a pair of brothers that owns a brewery so um it's pretty funny i mean okay so i'm not gonna say i'm like the biggest fan but it's it's a pretty funny show, especially if you like beer, if you're really into like craft beer, things like that, which I assume everybody is. <laughs> but I mean, it's got some some funny brewing things. Uh, the dynamic between a bunch of the folks is really funny. It's just the only com- one of the only complaints I have about it is sometimes it's like too over the top. Like, you know, it they're, they're trying so hard to be funny that it's like ridiculous. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think I Personally, I can relate to Netflix shows that uh, the three and a halfs on the untapped scale. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of those. You know, the watch the watchable ones, the ones that you'll keep watching the next episode and be like, <laughs> "How many episodes are in this season?" Yeah, I can finish the show. <laughs> uh, didn't come back for season two. Uh, it's too bad. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they definitely left. They they left it on a like cliffhanger that it's going to come back, but I think that's what they always do. Um, but I mean, Dana and I went through it in like I think a couple nights. Like you know, there's not many episodes. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. There's definitely times where I I was laughing out loud, and then there was other times where I'm like I was laughing, and then I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. So <laughs> it's it's almost got that. It's like almost got that. It's always sunny vibe, except that the people aren't just all terrible people. You know, like um, 
And maybe that's just because it's a it's a drinking establishment. But are anyways. they more like bumbling idiots than evil? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And there's definitely like like there are definitely some funny parts to it. So um, if you're interested in that kind of if that kind of thing, if you're just looking for a quick twenty some odd minute sitcom to you know sit down and watch, uh, you should you should check it out. Bruce Brothers. It's on Netflix. One of the Netflix originals. And uh, if you like it, write in on the email or or hit us up on the Discord. And let let me know if I'm right or wrong because yeah I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> check it out and I'll let you know yeah, you if you're right or wrong I'll I'll <laughs> I'll at you on our Discord at us <laughs> yeah at Beer Dead um okay uh, so let me let me take the, this frosty mug from you here I know sorry I was being rude I didn't even I wasn't even passing it off to anybody that's all right <laughs> all right here it's you go got, it's got handles for a reason you just grab it true yeah so this is uh, a handle I stumbled across today actually um and. It's a DJ. I guess you could call him a DJ. A musician, for sure. Uh, his name is Neil... Sis- Sorry, I'm gonna, this is going to take me a couple of takes. Neil Pert. Neil Ciceriga. Sis- Neil Ciceriga. Yeah. His name is Neil Ciceriga. And I saw his album Mouth Moods. Uh, I just stumbled across it on YouTube. And it is unlike many other uh, musical acts I've ever seen before and it's just he just takes all kinds of songs and mashes them up um a lot of stuff from like late 90s early 2000s um mouth moods i think it's his third album there's uh 20 tracks and uh i'm just gonna link you guys in uh here in our chat on our podcast just take a look and you can see how many different things he sampled in some of the songs one of my favorites was uh Track seven, "Annoyed Grunt" is the name of the of the song, <laughs> and uh, it has of the things that he's that he's sampled and mixed into the song is starts with a theme from Home Improvement, "Disturbs Down with the Sickness." Um, there's Phil Collins in the air tonight. Uh, Munga Jerry's in the summertime. Uh, Romstein's Duhast. It's just like everything <laughs> that you can imagine mixed up into one. Um, then there's other songs where they just take like the vocals from one track and they play it over the instrumentals on another one. My favorite was ACVC track three, uh, Vanessa Carlton's a thousand miles, like that, like piano and violin song with the, just the lyrics from back in black. It's just (laughs) weird. It's like, it's not (laughs) something that you would really play if you had company over or, uh, it's just like really impressive that this guy can can mix these songs together and actually make it sound pretty good uh worth it it's and it's also the other thing is it's free it's a free download on his website you just go to his website and it's just like here download the mp3 so i downloaded the album and was just listening to it uh on my computer today while doing some work i'm like this is kind of strange but good enough to be handled for sure and uh i'm sure there'll, there'll be at least one listener out there who's like this is this is my jam so uh nick Ciceriga's mouth moods check it out that sounds interesting. I'm actually on his website. I'm going to see if I can download it right now. <laughs> yeah, I really liked uh, uh, track number eight, Bustin, is uh, the Ghostbusters song, but it's like just remixed to make it sound a lot more like he's having sex with a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I officially have the I officially have the CD, so I will, uh, I'll yeah. definitely listen to that later. Yeah, I definitely downloaded it so we can... We'll jam out after the sesh. Good. Yeah. Exactly. We'll have to. I, I want to hear your opinions on your favorite songs on uh, the Discord. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, 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 we'll do that. We'll do that for sure. And listeners, you too. 
if you if you yeah, download this. The links in the show notes, as always, for all of our handles. Right. Okay, Todd, top us off. Yep. So my handle this week is um, kind of piggybacking off of Obert's here a little bit, but uh, it's to make your music sound better when you're listening to it from your computer uh, without buying a sound card. Which I don't even know if those are a thing anymore, or if they're just from our childhood. Yeah, sound card. I mean, I have a graphics card, but I feel like nowadays most motherboards have internal sound cards as part of them. Yeah, so um, so I'm recommending a uh, a USB sound card amplifier by HyperX. Uh, I've it, never heard of this. It brings you a 7.1. Uh, surround sound system so anybody who heard our last episodes where i talked about surround sound systems 5.1 is or or 7.1 is the first number is the amount of speakers and the the last number is the amount of subwoofers so this little item will plug into a usb port on your computer and you plug your your headphones into it directly and then it adds a another two speaker type sound from it so recently i've been listening to guns and roses appetite for destruction and for 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 albums that are that were recorded with you know live with multiple instruments, you get a lot better of a sound from a seven point one system. So um, Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction goes from, goes from being a great album or a, a, an all time great album, and you just hear so much more of the intricacies of what the band is doing to where it just elevates it to another level. I've honestly been amazed by going back to like eighties eighties seventies sixties music and. Uh, hearing these bands play live and it just sounds so much better in the headphones with this attachment. Okay. So let me ask a question for our listeners that our listeners might be having here. Right. So you talked about how 5.1 is like, you got the five speaker surround and then the one sub. How does that translate to the two speakers you have on your head when you're wearing headphones? So if you have a good pair of headphones, they have, they usually have multiple like tweeters and uh, you know different electronics inside. So they're able to, to project the the sound volume from either being straight out to sounding like you're, it's behind you to sounding like it's in front of you and allowing that whole immersive sound feel. If you if if you have a halfway decent set of speakers, in order for this this handle to be effective, you either need to have a a, a sound system capable of playing seven point one or b some good headphones. And my guess is if you go to like the manufacturer's page on your headphones, they'll tell you if it's seven point one compliant. Nope, nope, no, no. no. You are wrong. This is a this is a, a attachment to your computer that plugs into the USB port, uh, anything that's open, um, and then you play music through Spotify or you play music through YouTube or whatever. If it's if the music is built to be you know a decent sounding quality audio, it will support seven point one. So basically, you just you plug this thing into your USB port. You take your halfway decent pair of headphones and plug them into the into the the attachment that goes onto the USB port item. And then you hit the 7.1 button, and if your headphones can can project that type of sound, you will hear something. But again, so you, you need to have headphones that can play 7.1 sounds, that have the seven speakers. I think that they need to be capable. I, I don't know if headphones are capable of projecting 7.1 sound. That's why like, I'm saying. That's like, why I'm well, confused well, like, what you're, like, But like what you're, how you're applying it is they have to be a halfway decent set of headphones. I don't know enough about headphones to, to say what they have to be to support it. But I think, you know, anything that can support like a three band level can do it. Okay. And and this probably doesn't work with MP3s because that's so compressed that it doesn't really. If you have, if you're just listening to your MP3 on your iTunes library, it wouldn't make a difference. We'll find out when I listen to your handle. 
Okay. Well, they have the, the <laughs> lossless audio as well. They have the FLAC files. So if you want to download them, you should go and you're a real audiophile. Don't download the MP3. Download the, the lossless FLAC extension files because that's, that's where the true sound quality is. There you go. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Um, we'd like to first go and thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first with thanking Skygazer for their Terra Miss Supernova, a, an imperial milk stout brewed with coffee, ladyfingers, Dutch cocoa, and vanilla. I'd like to thank Sweetwater Brewing Company for their 420 strain G13 IPA. Hashtag blaze it. And I'm going to thank Outlaw Brewing for their utter madness chocolate milk stout. Please go on all social medias and follow us at DAWF Podcast. Uh, that's Facebook, Instagram, Untapped, and Twitter. Uh, also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're sending everything over, kind of like Sal. Uh, if you guys are having good experiences with ordering beer, or if you're having trouble finding beer, I had a uh, another listener of the podcast who will rename remain nameless uh call me over the weekend to ask me a beer recommendation so um if you have our numbers reach out to us and we'll let you know where to go for beer too uh that's my promise to you guys we'll answer night noon morning day you know 3 30 in the morning 4 30 in the morning call obert because you know he's a little bit behind us all but sure. uh you know call us anytime <laughs> today we, we will help you out uh, make sure you're heading on over to Patreon to uh, subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. You get a lot of extra content. Or if you really want to be generous and help us out during this this downtime in the world, give a little bit more. Uh, make sure you're heading over to Twitch and following Beard.Gamer, which is Chris. Chris, give a shout out. What, what? What, what? Make sure you're using our hashtag on uh, Instagram, drinking, hashtag drinking alone together. And make sure you tag us when you do that on Instagram as well. And with with that... My name's Stud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. What, what? What, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, we, what we got here, guys? Nothing. I've just started. This is the story of a girl, the starting one. So we'll leave this on there. Uh, it's very uh, interesting to open up with. <laughs> <laughs>